This, this is The Industry. A show built by the working class for the working class. If you have a job, this is the podcast for you. Here is your host, Levi Jett. Hey, how you doing? Welcome back to the industry. So if you're like me and uh, you still have a job after chat GPT has been released, um, let's have a drink. Let's celebrate because eventually chat GPT is going to be putting some people out of work. Um, we'll get more into that a little bit later. Uh, we're going to talk about chat GPT. And <clears throat> if you don't know what it is, um, don't feel bad. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it and I'll kind of explain it. Uh, but it, it is, I mean, it's everywhere you look right now. Um, people are talking about it. People are using it. The servers keep crashing on the website. Um, it's gotten a million followers. Um, I mean, multiple times faster than um, Instagram did when it first launched or Twitter did when it first launched. Um, this is, it's just huge. And it really is life changing technology um, that exists. And again, we'll talk about it more. Um, but yeah, just some, it's, it's really exciting. Um, it, it re- I mean, even with knowing all the capabilities and knowing that there's going to be bad comes from this too. And, uh, but still, I mean, just knowing too that what's been released right now is just the tip of the iceberg. Um, it's just crazy to think about, but again, we'll get into that more big story right now. in snow is uh, winter storm Cassandra as the weather channel is calling it. Um, this is going to affect the Midwest Ohio Valley region and uh, work its way out to the Northeast and might bring uh, some snow chances to cities who have not seen that much snow. Uh, it sounds like it's been almost a year since New York City has seen snow. Um, so, but the storm may um, bring some snow chances uh, out toward the eastern seaboard, uh, get some of those folks involved. But the big story for me personally, me professionally, um, is going to be this storm in uh, the Midwest. Uh, so it's not very often that Indianapolis finds itself in the crosshairs of a winter storm, um, especially not for the last, I don't know, five, six, seven years, it seems like. Uh, it's been a long time since uh, we have had, you know, major winter storm around here. They, they always seem to miss us to the north or miss us to the south or somehow just, you know, skip over us um, completely, but uh, not this one. Um, this one this one looks like it's going to um, hit Indianapolis uh, directly and especially points to the north and east of that. Uh, looks like it's going to stay south of Chicago. Chicago is going to uh, possibly get, you know, one to two, one to three inches maybe uh, from what I'm seeing, but, um, you know, Indianapolis, central Indiana, uh, should expect to see five to 10 inches of snow. Uh, there's a lot of 
forecasts local and national that suggest you know that a widespread six inches uh, shouldn't be out of the question. Uh, the models are well aligned. Um, there's good alignment on how much available moisture there is for the storm. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it can definitely put some snow down. Um, timing of this is going to be um, interesting, too, as it's going to start early Wednesday morning. And the snow rates are really going to pick up uh, kind of around daybreak on Wednesday morning. And but by early afternoon, the storm's out of here. Um, there's a little bit of uh, chances of snow showers, you know, going in through the rest of the night, but nothing accumulating, just some snow. Um, so it is going to be a wet and heavy snow. So if you're out there shoveling, uh, be careful, uh, take breaks, use proper technique. Um, don't tell yourself it's got to get done, you know, in 10 minutes. I mean, it's going to be a wet, heavy snow, especially if it's six inches plus. Um, that's some serious weight you're throwing around. So just be careful if you're using equipment, if you're using plows, equipment, uh, snowblowers, whatever, uh, you know, be easy on that stuff too. Um, you know, don't, don't be a hero with, it. you know, take smaller bites if you have to. Um, it's better to, better to go a little easy than to, um, break your equipment or to, to run it down and, um, have it not working the way it needs to for the rest of the storm. So just, um, Again, you know, less is more sometimes, and this is one of those instances where, you know, it definitely is. But yeah, just going to be a big storm though. Uh, but again, good thing, no crazy, crazy cold wind chills um, or air temps, no crazy, crazy winds for days on end like we had before Christmas. Um, nothing like that at all. Just good old fashioned heavy snowstorm. So, all right. That's all I'm going to say about the storm. I'm sure I've stolen all of WeatherWorks Thunder, um, but I'm sure also sure that their update will be uh, vastly superior to mine. Um, so, chat GPT. Um, a lot of people out there throw around the word game changer too much for me. Um, because, you know, a, a game changer to me it's just that i mean it's not someone who comes in and um is really good at the current game no it's someone who does something you know so tremendous or so out of this world that it actually changes that game and chat gpt is um something that <laughs> has changed the game um is <clears throat> life-changing technology and we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg right now um, so if you don't know what it is um, it is right now it's a web-based platform um, so it's a website you can go on to and it's essentially artificial intelligence um, so the one that I've been using the one that I've been checking out is chat GPT from OpenAI. Um, that's the one that um, I've been spending time on just to see what it's capable of. And um, and again, it, it's honestly mind-blowing. But the premise is that, uh, so for this, it's a language-based artificial intelligence. So uh, it's really good with, you know, taking verbal commands to um, 
do things with, you know, written text. Um, so I don't know, I don't know anything about coding and that level of technology, but there is something where you can, you know, I think write in plain text or something and it somehow spits it out to code. Um, <clears throat> it's able to translate into almost any language out there. Um, but it's amazing at, um, because I, I don't want people being like, oh, it's just Google. Because it's not. You know how Google, where um, usually you have to be vague to get the best results. The more specific your question, uh, you know, it, it, you might have found yourself somewhere you don't want to be. Um, but the more vague usually is better for you on Google. Um, and Google, you ask a question and it's going to bring up hundreds of thousands of possible websites that might be able to, might be what you're looking for. Chat GPT, <clears throat> you ask a question, the more specific, the better, the more context you can build around your question, the better, the more you tell that artif artificial intelligence, what you're looking for like again, very specifically, the better. And instead of providing you a list of articles, it essentially does the work for you. So what I did earlier today to, um, to get ready for this show, to be able to use the example, right? So I started off with the simple command. I said, I want you to write a blog. The blog should highlight the importance of training. So what it does is it spits out, um, let's see, three, four, five, six, roughly six paragraphs of training um, or of the importance of training written a blog format. Um, it took it all of about 15 seconds. And literally this is something that I could copy and paste and post as a blog. And I, even though it's wrong, what I'm saying is I wouldn't have to change anything. It's written extremely well. It's extremely well thought out. There's no weird, you know, computer jargon or like mis, misinterpretation of a certain word or phrase. No, it's written extremely well because the other thing this AI does is it, it learns, you know, context and tone and that type of stuff so that, you know, it's able to work tremendously well with you. And so again, you know, the, this was a very, um, almost out of a textbook type of response to highlight the importance of training, right? So my response to that, I said, that's good, but I would like it to sound more casual. Then, it sent me back about seven paragraphs and it, you know, made it a little bit more chummy. So the first paragraph of the first draft is training is essential for personal and professional development as it helps individuals acquire new skills, knowledge, and abilities that can improve their performance and increase their value in the job market. All right. Here's the first paragraph when I asked to sound more casual. Training is a pretty big deal. 
whether you're just starting out in your career or you're a seasoned pro. It's all about learning new skills, getting up to speed on the latest industry trends, and becoming a more valuable asset to your employer. And that's one of seven small paragraphs that it gives me. And in the same, the same time, I could copy and paste this and put it into a blog. Now, not saying that, obviously that's plagiarism on some level, um, but there's nothing against, you know, taking that outline and working with it and, you know, trying to make it your own. But the unbelievable thing is how fast it does it, how legit it is. I mean, it's not bullshit. They're not sitting here feeding me, you know, things that just, you know, don't sound right. No, like that. If, if you've read the whole thing, go, yeah, okay. You know what? That could be a blog, you know, that could be an article in a magazine or something or a newspaper about training. And, you know, I've literally used this thing. Um, and, you know, just looking to see what kind of answers it gives me. How could one start their own snow removal business? You know, like we're, what they should do, something to that effect, right? It gives me like a 10 or 11 point list. And it's a really, really good list. But what it does is it pulls from, you know, SEMA and Snowfighters Institute and, you know, a, a million more resources that speak on anything related to snow. And it's able to compile it and put it together for you in, again, just a matter of seconds. The speed is, I mean, it's close to Google. And again, this is just the tip of the iceberg. You know, just before I started to record this show, I, so one of my, one of my personal goals for this year um, is to read more. And so there was um, six books that I wanted and, Asked my wife to get me for Christmas, and if she, she of course did. And um, you know, I've not been reading as much as I set out to, to be honest. Um, but you know, I, I have. I'm about halfway through my first book. And anyway, so just again, I'm being curious about this program. You know, I took one of the books and I typed it in. I go, hey, you know, give me a summary of the book. Um, I think it's zero to one by Peter Thiel or something. Give me a summary of it. Sure enough, in a matter of seconds, it spits out, you know, just one long, um, one long paragraph, um, again, of a summary of the book. Um, and it's just, it's going to help so much with research. Um, you know, you can't, can't use the, I don't know anymore because if you have access to chat GPT, if you have a question, um, ask it and it might be able to either a, you know, give you the exact information you're looking for B tell you how to go about 
what you're wanting to do. I give you give you a plan of action. People are using it for marketing plans and operation strategies and processes and blogs and essays and you know just different ways to compile data. But as I said in the beginning, this is only the tip of the iceberg. It's only the tip of the iceberg. Because what's going to happen next is we're going to see artificial intelligence. You're going to have the same. And and if you doubt me at all, go to the open AI website, do some reading, see what's coming. Um, Because again, the same way that you're able to say, Hey, you know, I want this, uh, want this book, you know, summarize for me, you're eventually going to be able to tell it something like, Hey, um, I need to know, like, I I need to know this book. Like I read it and I also need to report about it and it's going to be able to provide you that summary plus a word document report, or you might be able to say, Hey, I need to know, um, all of the pizza places in Indiana. And I need it to be on an Excel spreadsheet, you know, with these column headers. And again, it's going to be able to pull all that information and do a spreadsheet. And there you go. I mean, that puts out, that puts a lot of people out of jobs right there. You know, there, there's services you can pay for to have people compile this data for you. But chat GPT, or maybe not chat GPT, but a product from OpenAI is very, very soon going to be able to do that for you. Here's something else. Very, very soon, another product from OpenAI, if you have an idea for an app, you're going to be able to explain your idea for an app to this artificial intelligence and have that AI build your app. That is ridiculous. I mean, fucking ridiculous. Think about it. Think about how many times you've been sitting around spacing out, scrolling something, and you're like, man, I got an idea for an app. And but you're like me, and you have no idea even where to begin. But this is going to give you the ability to at least have something create the code and the programming for you to where then you could take that to a app developer and have maybe the hard part done to where, hey, just make this, you know, into what it needs to be. Here's all the pieces for it. And hell, I may be, you know, speaking um, out of line anyway, because maybe the artificial intelligence will be able to build it for you from A to Z. And again, at that point, I mean, think about how many ridiculous apps are going to be on the App Store and Google Play. I mean, it's going to be absurd. But there's going to be very few limitations on what people can do and what they can learn. Um, 
you know, really it's going to put um, the education industry into a tailspin, I think. Because why do I need a degree if everything I need to know I can ask this or artificial intelligence? And it can explain it to me. It can, again, I'm not trying to suggest that, you know, like professors' jobs are easy and they can, you know, be just thrown away because we have this artificial intelligence. What I'm saying is that um, there's going to have to be some sort of revolution with education too um, to make way for this. Because again, I mean, you know, you're, you're looking at being able to have a tool at your disposal um, to do quite a bit of things for you that you don't know, you don't have to know how to do anymore. And once again, we're talking in the matter of seconds, not minutes or hours, not days or weeks, seconds. Seconds. You can type in, hey, I've got a, uh, I don't know, a medium-sized snow removal company, and I need a marketing plan. Enter. Within 20 seconds, you will have a marketing plan that, to tell you the truth, is arguably as good, if not maybe even better, than what you would get from a marketing expert. A marketing strategist, right? And I'm not even stepping on their toes. I'm a consultant for snow and ice management or snow and ice removal uh, companies and management companies to help them with operations and training. But you can literally ask it all of those questions. And there, you know, again, it's going to be able to compile things for you. It's the tip of the iceberg. This this technology is going to keep rolling. But think about it from the perspective of being in the snow industry. I mean, how nice would it be to say, hey, I need a list of every snow provider in the United States on, on an Excel spreadsheet. Or I need, you know, every snow provider in the United States, to, you know, on separate spreadsheets. Um, separated by state or I need to know every facility manager in the United States on a spreadsheet. Again, like that takes a lot of legwork out of the way. I mean, think about, you know, having to pay for these leads and to, to get these emails and these names and these points of contact and these numbers and stuff like that. Whether you're trying to go after some customers or whether you're trying to go after a provider network, this, again, it's a huge tool. Now, some of the downsides right now. Um, so the chat GPT is in beta. Um, they're releasing a small portion of it to the general population to experiment with and give them feedback. Um, so it, it does tend to crash some, um, again, the servers are not up to where they should be for the, for the, um, 
the volume of requests they're getting right now. Um, but with time, they'll fix that. Uh, I know that they're talking about, and they may even already have it, a pro version that you can sign into. So that kind of guarantees you um, access to the platform. So you don't have to, because so over the weekend, I kept trying to trying to get into it and get into it and get into it. And it kept telling me, you know, it's, you know, server overload can't, you know, can't get me in. So finally I got in um, and like I, I've stayed in ever since, you know, like I, I, I just, because it's like, I don't want to close out the window and have to wait again. Um, but, and yeah, I mean, just to sit there and, and play with it. And the, the crazy thing about it is it learns from the conversation you're having with it. So going back to the marketing example, you know, you ask it for a marketing plan. It gives you the marketing plan. And you say, okay, this is pretty good. Um, I'm looking for one that's more focused around social media. Then it's going to, you know, make you, make you another one. Maybe make you uh, kind of one on the side to use just for social media. Then you can, again, just, you know, keep getting more specific and changing. And again, adding context. And it's going to keep a memory of that entire conversation so it can reference what was originally said and to keep things straight for you to provide you with the best result. Look, pretty simple. If you haven't checked it out, um, go for it. I mean, now clear your schedule for real because it's it's going to be um, you're going to be on it for forever um, and it's funny because so like when I, I first got into it I was sitting there and it's like I had like a writer's block of what to like what do I want to know you know like just just the having the thought of literally I can ask it any question imaginable that I can think of and it's going to be there. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, trying to get like a question I thought was worthy <laughs> to search for. Um, it took a little bit of time. But the website is chat.openai.com. Um, chat.openai.com. Check it out. Again, it, it's, it's just really, really awesome. Um, and, you know, uh, hit us up on Facebook, shoot me an email. Tell me what you think of it. Tell me, uh, tell me, you know, if, if you're in the snow business, you know, how do you think this is going to help you? Um, what are some, again, especially once you read what's coming, you know, like, like the next, um, the next projects that are coming out of open AI, uh, you know, again, just, you know, think about the, the impacts and what we could see in our own industry. Um, from this. So again, something to think about, but the whole world's buzzing about it and rightfully so. Um, again, chat GPT from OpenAI. That website is chat.openai.com. Log up, 
log in for it, sign up for it, log in, check it out. Definitely, definitely, definitely worth your time. All right, we're going to take a quick break and uh, check in with WeatherWorks, get an update on this major storm coming in for this week. And on the flip side, uh, we will wrap up the show. I do have one more thing to talk about, though, and um, it's it's pretty big, um, pretty big idea. So I want to share that with you. Again, always down to hear you guys' thoughts. So please um, hit us up on Facebook, LinkedIn, email, whatever. Reach out to us and let us know how we're doing. We'll be right back. Thanks, Levi. I'm Michael Prianti, a consulting meteorologist at WeatherWorks and a producer for the Weather Lounge podcast. Today is January 23rd. Well, the pattern has been an active one across the heart of the country. Just last week, we had another major storm system move from the plains into the Great Lakes that brought large areas of snow, sleet, and ice. Now, farther east on the warmer side of the system, it brought areas of storms, tornadoes, heavy rain, hail. While parts of interior New England saw their fair share of snow and ice heading into the weekend. And of course, we can't forget what happened earlier this morning across the Northeast as rain flipped over to a heavy wet snow across Northeast Pennsylvania up into the Berkshires, the Catskills, and into Southern New Hampshire where lots of snow fell and of course led to accumulations, slushy roads, and slick travel. Now heading into the rest of the week though, we are keeping an eye out on our next storm system which will bring a slew of wintry precipitation from the Great Lakes here in the Northeast. Fairly similar to what we saw last week, but a bit different this time. We'll have enough cold air in place to allow places from Baltimore and D.C. up into Philadelphia to at least start as a bit of a wintry mix before going over to all rain. Farther north, though, could stay as snow a little bit longer, which means a little bit of light accumulation to even a couple of inches in northern New Jersey and the Poconos. That'll certainly make for some slick travel, especially if you're heading anywhere Wednesday across the eastern seaboard from the mid-Atlantic up into New England. It definitely might get a bit dicey so make sure you take it slow especially in those areas that are expecting more of a snowfall during the morning to middle part of the day having said that again places that do start as a wintry mix in the snow go over to rain could even be a lot of rain a couple spots in southern jersey and even the delmarva could be getting as much as a half to one inch or locally more of that rainfall and even a rumble of thunder not ruled out in this instance but Thursday does go back to being more normal here across the Northeast, and we'll see a bit of a breeze setting up as well. A couple of gusts over 30 or 35 miles an hour, so a breezy day overall. If you have anything outside, make sure you tie it down, because it might fly away on Thursday. And now back to you, Levi. Guys, if you're needing any sort of weather, professional weather service, um, really the search you know, starts and ends with WeatherWorks. Um, Really good to check out. I, I, I'm sure a lot of you guys listen and use it in some in some way, shape, or form. Uh, they they have very accessible pricing for wherever you find yourself, um, whatever kind of business level. If you're just starting out, or you know, if you're um, a hundred million dollar company, uh, they've they've definitely got the the tools and resources to help you. Um, all right, so going to wrap the show up before we do. Um, so was talking last week with Dan and which he's not here by the way, this week, obviously um, he uh, him and his wife uh, just had a baby and 
they uh so they just got back from the hospital i think yesterday so he's kind of out of commission for uh, at least at least a week or so you know helping out around the house um but yeah, so he'll be back on uh, probably next week. I think he'll be good to go. But I digress. So Dan and I were talking um, and talking about how, you know, why isn't it norm? Why isn't it normal for companies to be required to give two weeks notice to employees they're, they're going to terminate? And right away, I, I I know some of you are thinking, well, you know, like it's not always something you know that far out. And I agree, it's not. If you do something ridiculous at work and deserves to be fired on the spot, that that's just, that is your problem. You have to deal with those consequences. If you, if you got a fight with somebody, or you know, you you know got real aggressive with the boss and cussed him out like crazy in front of everybody, or I don't know, like, but. If that's what you did and you got fired in the same day, that's not what we're talking about. There's a special kind of stupid, and we're not trying to help out that kind of stupid. We're trying to help out the people that, because I, I mean, it's not happened to everybody, but it happens. You get fired, um, you know, and I've fired people in my day, and, you know, uh, most of the time, you know, it's coming. Like, you know, it's something that you're going to do. Um, you know, there, there may all, all, you hear all the time, you know, people talk about, oh, let's, you know, get documentation on them, start the paper trail, start the paper trail. Yeah, it's because you know you're going to fire them. You know it's coming. So why not give that person notice? What's the big issue about that? And I trust me, like I, I know it's a, you know, somewhat fresh idea because no one's doing that. Um, but you know, just thinking about it, and it's like, man, because there's there's really two ways it can go, right? Way one is the person realizes that it's the end of the line, right? You got two weeks left. So you're going to work those two weeks, get two more paychecks. You're going to have two weeks to be able to apply and interview for other, at other places. So you're getting two weeks paid to, you know, try to find what's going to happen next. And even though they're being fired and so it might not be the, you know, the best person to train a new employee, uh, still, I mean, if, if they're around and they're able to spend a day with them or whatever, just to help kind of pass that torch, even if it's for the, you know, the customer's sake or like the, the rest of the team's sake that would help out. It's a win-win for everybody. And the other way it can go is the person gets pissed because they're being fired and they lose their head or they walk out. And at that point it's done anyway. But that goes back to, again, like that's special kind of stupid. Um, you know, someone saying, Hey, you know, you're going to be fired, but 
here's your two weeks notice for that. I'm going to be like, thank you a lot. Cause now I'm going to go look for another job. And again, like I can read your minds, right? You're like, man, the thing is that person's not going to work those last two weeks. They're going to spend their whole day looking for jobs. They're going to be needing to leave early or come in late for interviews. And really all the day, like all you're doing is just, uh, you know, you're just financing their job search. And well, that's true to a degree. It is. Um, but let's be honest, the people out there who put in notices, how much work do they do? Because I put in my notice a few times and I know that, Hey, with good intentions, but you know, after that first week, man, it's really hard to put in a full day's work that last week, really hard. And, you know, I've, I've watched my wife do it. You know, she's put in her notice of places. And, you know, I, again, like I'm not hating on her work ethic at all. She's one of the hardest workers I know. But still, you know, sometimes I see her, you know, slacking or kind of phoning it in during that, you know, notice period. So, again, like, let's be honest. How much work are you getting out of someone that's given a notice under good circumstances? probably not a lot. Right. And let's face it. Part of like, you know, part of the, um, the agreement with the notice can be, Hey, you know, like if, if you're, if you're calling in, if you, if if you're not, you know, doing your job, we're just going to let you go. You know, like we're, we're, we're not going to let you finish the notice. We're just going to say, Hey, get the hell out of here. But in business, we all have this thing, you know, cause we always tell people it's not personal, you know, Hey, um, got to talk to you about your performance. Yeah. You know, you could be doing a lot better. Hey, this isn't personal. Right. And you hear that all the time. Or again, if you, if, if, if you're letting someone go, Hey man, gotta do this. It's, it's the best decision for the company. It's not personal. Okay. I mean, I'm, Glad you feel that way. But let's think about it. What is getting fired? I mean, it's getting dumped from your work. It's sudden. You don't see it coming. And it's basically, you know, work telling you get the fuck out of here. To me, that seems awfully personal. It does. And if, because at one point you liked that person, at one point that person was going to be, you know, a, a future piece of your company. So why is it that all the love just runs away, <laughs> you know, when you, when you make that decision to fire them? Why, why can't you give them a notice? And again, like at least, at least that person's got a couple weeks to look for work. What they do with that time, hey, that's on them. You know, maybe they put in a day or two's worth of work with you and again, just get pissed off and they walk away anyway. 
Or, hey, maybe they find a job in a couple of days and they quit because they want a week in between jobs. But here's something else, right? Here's the other part of this. If I'm a company that gives people two weeks notice before I let them go, one thing for sure, I'm going to have stellar employee reviews. Ex-employees walking around on the street, they're not bad-mouthing me. Because you never know who someone's going to talk to. But they're not bad-mouthing me. You know, they talk to a potential customer of mine. Hey, you know, they might not be happy about getting let go. But I guarantee you, because I gave them notice, help soften that blow. I mean, because let's... Let's face it. I, I really believe most people out there, they would rather work in a job where they control their own destiny. They control their paycheck rather than sit around on their ass on benefits, on unemployment benefits. So that's something else. If you're able to pay someone two weeks and they find a job, they're not drawing unemployment from you. Let me say it again, right? They're not drawing unemployment from you anymore. They're not going to file in the first place because they found something else. They made their jump. So just something to think about. Um, it's going to be one of those things that, you know, like we got to keep talking about it, right? Like we got to get it out there. Um, to, you know, hope some people, you know, hear that message and want to do something about it. I mean, because it's going to be a company by company thing. But if if you're out there and, and you're in a position where you can control this type of thing, hey, make the change. Make the change and announce it. Hey, we're a company that, hey, you know what? You know, we're we're going to give you some sort of notice. And hey, maybe, maybe two weeks is too long, right? But one more week. One more week to know that, okay, hey, you know, because if, if you're paid weekly and today's Friday, I'm getting paid, and you tell me that same day, hey, man, you're getting fired. Here's your week notice. Then I know, right? That that check that I just got that day, I'm you know now I gotta be careful with that. I'm gonna get what two more checks, but still, now I'm in a position where I can probably fare better because now I know what's coming in the future, and I have three checks to support myself to fund my job search, to fund whatever's coming next. You know, that, that changes a lot. It really does. Um, in an aggressive job search, you should be able to find something relatively quickly. Um, maybe it's not your dream job, 
but a paycheck's a paycheck. So again, something to think about. Who knows? Um, hopefully it catches on at some point though. I, I think it would just help a lot of people out there. Um, you know, life's hard. There's no reason for us to, to make it harder when we can take control of something that small and, uh, make a difference for people. So, all right, well, this about does it for this episode of the industry. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Um, as I stated earlier, uh, we're doing a live stream probably sometime like around, uh, I don't know, maybe Wednesday morning, um, do kind of a Wednesday morning live stream, uh, during this storm is going to hit Indiana. Don't forget to find us on Facebook. Make sure you like and follow us there. Um, also should be rolling on Instagram anytime. Um, be sure to, to follow us on Instagram. Um, find me on LinkedIn, Levi Jet. Uh, follow me, connect with me. Same with Daniel Chismar. Um, but yeah, we will see you guys next week. Appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for listening to The Industry, a show built by the working class for the working class. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you're at it, help us spread the word by leaving a rating and review.